Welcome to the Productivity Mastery Podcast, presented to you by myself, Stoyan Yankov, Productivity and Performance Coach, Keynote and TEDx Speaker, and co-author of the Perform Methodology, and the book, Perform, The Unsexy Truth About Startup Success. Join me on a journey to discover what some of the world's leading professionals do to be more productive, create peak performing teams, and build successful global companies. New episodes weekly. And now, enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to Productivity Mastery, the podcast that's bringing you some of the most accomplished leaders, um, thought leaders, people from all across the the globe who have a certain uh, expertise uh, in in areas uh, around leadership, entrepreneurship, productivity, performance. You guys know how much I care about the startups. I do a lot of work with startups. Um, I work with many startup accelerators. There is startup in the name of the book that I published, Perform the Unsexy Truth About Startup Success. That's co-author with the um, with the CEO of a startup accelerator, startup wise guys. So there's a lot of startup in my life, and I'm very excited about anything that has to do with uh, how startups could succeed. And uh, today I'm very very happy to welcome on the podcast somebody with a specific expertise that I would say I feel like sometimes get neglected. Uh, by startups, but it has a huge leverage if it's been prioritized and emphasized on. So welcome to the podcast, Yeva. How are you this morning? Hey, good morning. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Uh, perfect summer morning in, in Riga in Latvia. So uh, hello, everyone. Great having you, Yeva. And today we're going to be talking about the role of quality PR in a startup. Yeva, who's been working a lot in the area. She's actually been also working a lot in marketing with PR, supporting startups uh, to, to grow through the power of PR. Will share with us some of the, hopefully the best uh, tips and tricks. That's at least my hope. So, but let's maybe start from, uh, from the beginning of the story. Yeva, could you maybe share with us, with the audience, what's a little bit about your background and and why did you decide to come back to, to PR, to content creation, to support startups after this huge experience in the field of marketing? Yeah. Um, well, I was, uh, I was this person in school that uh, I think already in grade seven knew that I will study journalism. I decided it. Uh, I decided that and I, I tried to work in local newspaper and uh, in, um, in, in a TV show that was uh, on a national TV, but uh, was created by uh, teenagers. Like uh, we, were, we were a team of, of uh, young, um, young people who were interested about the field. So it was a nice opportunity to, uh, to try how it works, uh, how, how this journalism works. And yeah, um, and then um, after I graduated school, I, I um, I, re- I really get into the uh, journalism studies and um, and uh, I finished it and then I worked uh, for a couple of media outlets here in Latvia but somehow realized that uh, I, I'm a bit more interested in the broader perspective um, and then the, it was it was marketing and then I had an opportunity to 
to study uh, marketing in Tallinn University in Estonia. Uh, they had a great program um, and, and um, yeah, I finished that and then I, yeah, I was enjoying my time with marketing and I was working with for different companies and doing marketing there and um, somehow, yeah, I'm now thinking why actually, how, how it all started with startups in my life, um, somehow, I don't even remember the particular point where where I got involved with startups, but somehow I got into this uh, startup community, local startup community that uh, just started to form. And uh, yeah, I, I created uh, some small uh, events called uh, Riga Marketing Lab and um, tried to bring up some issues that could be useful for startups uh, uh, from the marketing perspective and um, yeah and then somehow I um, ended my career in marketing uh, because I was working in a company that uh, I felt that I have done everything for <laughs> and uh, there is no more challenges for me and I just left and I started to think uh, what what should I do further and uh, somehow I started with a couple of projects um, where I was invited to help with, with marketing and communications. And, um, and then uh, I met uh, the team of Labs of Latvia that was uh, back then in 2017, taking care of, of the portal Labs of Latvia. And, uh, and, and yeah, they invited uh, me to join them and, and uh, write about uh, Latvian startup ecosystem. And uh, yeah, the, then somehow I realized that writing is actually the, the thing for me. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, somehow I realized that uh, a lot of people need something to write for them, but they do, don't want to do it on their own. So I started just uh, helping companies with, uh, with doing uh, blog posts and uh, yeah, and then just uh, some requests about um, about PR popped up, and um, I know the PR more from the journal uh, journalistic point of view. Um, like I have been on the other side, but then I started to explore more, uh, really the PR side, and um, I started to learn to read to uh, to experience a lot um, by myself and. Uh, yeah, that's where I am now. And uh, so basically me and my team, we are doing um, content for Labs of Latvia. That's what we do. This, this is a local news portal um, financed by Latvian uh, State and Development Agency. Mm. And uh, yeah, we are, we are spreading uh, good news about Latvian, about success stories of Latvian startups. Well, of course, um, we do write about not so, not so successful uh, companies as well, because, well, you, this is where we can learn. Um, and, and this is, uh, and they have uh, good lessons to tell as well. But still uh, we are, we are more uh, talking about those good stories because we really have those good stories in, in Latvia as well. Probably they are not so, so uh, loud as, as, uh, for example, our neighbors in Estonia, uh, who already has 10 unicorns, 
uh, we still have one, but it's, uh, it's, I think we should really appreciate that as well. And uh, we are in the beginning of, of the journey of success, I think, uh, because we already have this, uh, this, um, this path, uh, somebody has, has already done it. So it's a good example for, for, you know, for a lot of new entrepreneurs. Yeah, so basically Labs of Latvia is one part and then, uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, uh, PR consulting, communications consulting for startups and tech companies. That's, that's the other hat of mine. And let's, let's maybe go back a little bit in time. So you somehow end up helping and working with startups. What were your first impressions from a perspective of how they look at PR? What was your first, you know, thoughts? Like, did you have any, oh my God, moments? I was, uh, I was uh, thinking that you will ask what was my first impression of this, of startups. <laughs> and I already thought, uh, thought about the answer. So I will say about that. Uh, yeah, I, I think they are really crazy people. And uh, I really get huge inspiration from them. And it really helps in, in my everyday work. And um, I also somehow it drives the ambition, uh, my personal ambition. And, and uh, yeah, it's really interesting to be in this field because a lot of my friends are uh, working for corporates or uh, they are doing, I don't know, working for governmental institutions. And uh, I see that they lack of lack this ambition, but this startup world, it, it just is, is a big driver for me not to stop and, and really, um, really believe that everything is possible. And uh, okay, we, let's come back to, to your real question about PR. Uh, well, it is really understandable that, um, that uh, people, well, all of us, we are experts in our own field. And um, if the startup creates product uh, in, I don't know, in, for example, in health tech or, or some specific field, uh, most likely they have some knowledge, they, they have mentors, they have advisors in this field, and they are really focusing on the product because you really have to de deliver, right? And it's, um, it's, it is normal that uh, people do not understand the PR that is a quite specific field. But I really appreciate if people are open to understand it, to, um, to try to evaluate the power of it. And they are open for, for corporations. Okay, if they are, they are not uh, ready to pay uh, for these services yet at the beginning, well, you always can look for the mentors and they can help you understand what you can do from the be beginning, um, like on your own. And, and uh, then later, when you have uh, money, you already ha can have a professional that can help you with, with these issues. And uh, yes, I, I, um, I think uh, if we talk about local startup scene, I would say that it's 50-50, like 50% uh, 50%, uh, 
know something and they are eager to spread the word about the company and the other 50 are really really focused on their product and uh, they do not want to understand it yet and dig deeper into this uh, whole communication thing i would characterize uh, uh, that way and maybe maybe here is a good time to actually define what quality pr means because for many people it still means i don't know the traditional look at it tv radio you know events and media and so on like is that what pr means in your definition or what is quality pr in 2022 i think um i think it is um it is a part of your brand about um, part of your image uh because uh, well we can already for some time we live in the era where we cannot fully control what um, people are or our clients are talking about us uh, what they are thinking about us well we can influence what they are thinking but we cannot uh, influence what they are talking and they can um, um, can talk really a lot in in um, in a sense of um, they can use uh, different social media channels they can spread the word they can say good things but also uh, uh, very often they say that uh, what 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 disappoints them uh, with our product, with our service, uh, with stuff like that. So, um, and and there there for some for some time already there are some talks that we cannot really separate. Um, like this is communication, this is PR, this is marketing, this is advertising. Like everything is is connected. And the and the best example I think is uh, if we if we look at um, human resources and. Um, well it is more about um, about um, big companies that are hiring uh, marketing professionals in human resources department to, to create the um, employer image of the company so everything is getting more and more connected with all those fields are like sticking together and uh, and uh, if well PR, what is PR uh, is basically public relations and it is uh, what are you talking about and whom are you talking with and how to how to develop these uh, these um, um, these form how to develop your message and um, how you transfer this message towards uh, your customers and the of course the the public relations focus on uh, more on work. Uh, um, you are talking with your clients through mass media, uh, through media. That is that is the focus of of um, public relations. And um, of course, there you need some some specific knowledge on on how to do that, and that's why. Uh, um, probably you need more help from prof professionals. For example, in marketing, you can uh, like learn how to put advertisements in Facebook or on LinkedIn yourself. You just uh, 
scroll some scroll through some uh, YouTube videos and and you're ready to go. Uh, but this is um, this uh, this public relations and communication is is a bit more complex, and it is complex in the sense also that it doesn't bring result um, so fast as as um, classical marketing thing. If you do this, for example, this Facebook ad campaign, then uh, and if you do it right, and sometimes you just get lucky and you uh, make some great sales and, and uh, everyone is happy, right? But uh, this, um, this image building and image building through the public relations and communication, it's the process that uh, sometimes brings results I don't know for for after a year or two, and if I look at my experience, then uh, of course, what what companies? If if we talk specifically about uh, relationships with media, um, what we what companies are aiming for is that uh, uh, they want to um, have this status that uh, um, that journalist calls them in case. Uh, he or she has some questions in, in the, some particular field. And that's when you are really an expert, uh, then th that, that's where, when really these uh, relationships um, have worked uh, and, and all the effort you have invested in, in uh, building those relationships with journalists, it really uh, finally brought back something. But in my experience, it's, uh, yeah, it's up to two years when, when you, uh, while you get this status that uh, you are a reliable source for the journalist and then it works in a way that not only you approach them with your company news or industry news or whatever you have to say, but uh, when they are calling you when they need something. So yeah, it's, um, you have to understand that uh, this is, this, the PR doesn't end with the one press release. It's just a uh, it's a really small beginning and you really have to invest uh, for a long period of time to to um, uh, to get to, to receive something back yeah well, i have 72 questions out of what you just said but let's start okay, with let's maybe... start with the 27 for something <laughs> okay 27 is the question um there's probably many early stage founders that are listening right now, but even if it's late stage, I think it's going to be relevant. What are the kind of the first steps? Somebody never paid attention to the PR department and now they want to start somewhere. Like, can you, can you give us a bit of a, how should we set up a strategy? How do we choose the channels? How do we decide who to reach out to and create a plan? And uh, can you give us the first basic steps of defining the strategy? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, what, what's basically the starting point? Um, usually with startups, uh, uh, the, there's one or two or three team players at, at least, uh, from the very beginning that are doing everything on their own. And, uh, of course, in, nowadays, um, people do really understand that we need, um, I don't know, Facebook profile, LinkedIn profile, Instagram profile, and, uh, yeah, we can put something um, into the social media channels that uh, we think 
uh, could be interesting for our uh, clients or that um, mark some significant milestones in our development and uh, people um, out there should know should know and should pay attention to that there usually there are some something already done uh, that with with the communication and then uh, uh, this is the, really the starting point. And uh, then you have to bring uh, in the team or just, uh, as I said, you can have a mentor or uh, you can, if you can afford, you can hire a freelancer who can help you uh, with going further. And uh, usually everything starts with uh, where the company is at the moment. And uh, then um, it's basically like an audit of, of all things that you have done up until now and probably there are some things that really work well because even if there are some proven strategies that uh, that that uh, works well or or there are some formulas how you have to do things uh, sometimes uh, really crazy ideas really work and you cannot explain why it is so so if if something really crazy works for you then then continue to do that that's uh, uh, that's uh, that's my advice uh, but usually yeah we discuss and go through what has been done and what has worked what hasn't and uh, then um, everything starts with with uh, with the this uh, a very popular question why by Simon Sinek right <laughs> why are you so so why do you need this why do you need communication at the moment and then usually company defines why they need that for example um, uh, one is um, um, working with investors and fundraising and now um, needs uh, um, needs to appear in some media to to reach some credibility that could be the uh, one option the other um, we try uh, we are tr really working hard on sales and we need um, like also to get into media to uh, get this uh, our brand more popular and and uh, we want more people to know about us and um, um, so yeah and then the next question is why what what are we going to do with with all this if we are good at communication what it will bring bring to the company and is it and uh, does it sticks to your company goals at the moment and uh, then when we have uh, decided what we have to do then uh, uh, or what what is the current focus of the company then we can look for the channels we can look for the um, we can create a strategy and of course we have to consider budget as well because because it's for startups it's uh, it's really important uh, well it's important for uh, all of the companies but with startups are sometimes uh, really tight on, on the budget so basically we decide what we can what is the best value that uh, can be brought with with this uh, with invest, investing this can this amount of money and yeah and then then the work starts and as I already said, it's um, you should be patient if you uh, really want to get um, get um, results from communication. You have to understand that nothing happens fast. It's it's really slowly. And if, for example, to get into I don't know TechCrunch or Sifted, that is uh, European 
um, most popular media outlets. Uh, sometimes it's even three, four, five months work to just to get in there. And um, sometimes it's even for a longer period of time. But uh, if, if that's, that's the goal and we understand why we do that, it's, it's worth to wait and it's worth to do it. So um, also, if we look at the, the other side, um, you know, journalists also has their own agenda. They have their own agenda and um, you cannot like be like, OK, I'm here and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so smart and beautiful and just uh, grab and grab me and for the interview. It's, it, it doesn't work like that. You have to you have to really invest an effort to to be interesting to the to the media people out there, and uh, that's where this. Um, yeah, you've been a journalist for a number of years, and 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 I wonder what, from that perspective, what gives you value. Like, how would you decide to feature the story of a startup? Like, obviously, depending on what media you are presenting, you have some specific goals, topics, and so on. But but what makes you consider this piece and maybe if you can even share some examples like here is an example of a startup that's been featured and this is the way they approach the uh, the media like can you give us some some more of a the other side of the story if i'm a journalist how should i consider featuring a story uh, in in our media outlet yeah, you already um, told the story that uh, that most of startups or most of tech or whatever companies um, are doing. They are well, yeah. They they are uh, um, they are uh, totally sure that they have created something. Uh, well, not something, but uh, the best product in the world, and uh, and we are the best team, and we are doing. Um, we are doing this amazing thing and uh, at the end of the day they uh, they think that uh, journalists are stupid and uh, they do not understand what how cool we are and uh, that's where usually or sometimes this uh, um, this uh, their willingness to understand pr and communication ends because journalists are stupid and we cannot get our story through but uh, what I um, say also to not only to those clients that I'm uh, consulting regarding PR, I'm also um, always in my presentations to students or to organizations, I always emphasize that, of course, uh, the story is about you, but that is not the only thing that happens around it. And um, it is so easy to, understand, uh, to to find some examples in social media where companies are um, like focusing really on themselves like we have uh, just received this certificate we have won this uh, competition uh, this uh, founder is um, now in appearing in media here you can read an interview and stuff like that yeah and um, of course, we have to talk about ourselves. Uh, that that um, that's that's the point of it. But still, you have to look from the perspective of what value it brings to the to the person that will read this story. And this is how journalists actually looks 
to the world and to all those stories that uh, that um, are uh, pitched to them. What is the value I can bring to my reader? So when you are thinking about the comp company communication, um, what makes you stop in this uh, news feed when you are scrolling? You are um, like you can sometimes uh, just uh, think of why did you took this? Uh, why did you take? Why did you stop there? And why why are you reading that? What catched your attention? And usually it's not about how cool we are. Usually it's something about something really useful. Uh, what we are doing, what we are, um, uh, what we are uh, creating. Um, well, for example, um, the company. I don't know why why I'm focusing on health tech today, but what uh, what comes into my mind, for example, the company that um, the innovative startup that provides. Um, digital solution in, in health tech space that is uh, really um, innovative and, and interesting. Um, of course, um, we can pitch um, like business uh, media outlets and they can tell their story about how they, um, how they, uh, how many sales they, did they have. And, and uh, yeah, for example, last year was, was a record year and how did they do that? But uh, okay, one, two publications, and basically that's it. Um, that you have to look for the new angles, and actually, what uh, what uh, these startups and what companies have, and where those angles, where where can we <laughs> get those angles? They have such an amazing expertise, and um, you just have to look. Um, you just have to look inside the company or. Um, Think about uh, topics that are currently um, really discussed uh, in in, um, in 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 um, in media. What what is what is, uh, for example, if we take this uh, the same solution, right? Uh, digital health, um, perfect timing for um, during the COVID. Um, when you cannot uh, go outside, when you are afraid to go to visit the doctor. So here comes the digital solution. And uh, if you need uh, help because you had, uh, I don't know, some, some uh, serious illness, then this is the tool that it can help, uh, that can help. And uh, you can um, approach media with the story, uh, not, not about your solution, but uh, how, how this digital world can really help to uh, help people to uh, sometimes even survive and, and get help uh, when they need it. So you always have to think of from the perspective of uh, what, what the reader of this particular media outlet, what they want to read about, what, what, what is interesting to them. Because this is how the journalists think. This is how you can pitch then journalists and say, hey, I have an interesting perspective of this. Um, are you ready to dig, dig into this? We'll be back shortly. And here's my productivity tip. What helps me to focus and get a lot of things done? One of the tools that I use is called Brain FM. It is an app that uses specially designed music to improve your brain activity, help you focus or become more relaxed. Start your free trial at brain.fm forward slash Stoyan. And if you like it, you can get 20% off your subscription. Simply type Stoyan, 
S-T-O-Y-A-N as a coupon code after your trial. And now let's get back to the episode. And also what I would suggest is not to, afra- not to be afraid when journalists uh, take, for example, two or three companies that are working in the same field and they are asking for opinion to them. And uh, yeah, you don't have to be just the uh, one and only um, because it is also the question about, um, about objectivity from the journalist point of view. Uh, more opinions uh, mean that journalists is uh, more, uh, more objective. So it, it is important for them. And um, yeah, it all comes back to the thinking not so much about yourself, about your company, but what value can you bring to the journalist, to the, to the media that will write about or will cover your story, to the reader, why, why this reader should stop and, and uh, read this story. So this is, uh, this is hard, this is challenging, and uh, this is why you need help from, from the professional who is working with all those issues uh, on a daily basis. I totally agree. And I just love uh, your advice on playing the long-term game and building relationships. Because once you have built this relationship and you provided value, um, and, and they know that you're just the cool person that's going to deliver and it's going to take care of them, of their needs, of what they need and uh, not trying to, let's get a short story here and that's it. No, it's not It's not a one-time thing. It's you, you want to build relationship with the right people and you co-create value, right? And, and it's um, kind of like, it's a win-win-win for the audience, for the media outlet or potentially eventually for you as well in the long run but maybe in the short term you just have to give i just want to give you a recent example i i don't know how it's going to go on that one but um one of my priorities uh from now on is going to be to to appear more on other people's podcasts right like the last couple of years i did quite a bit with this podcast and i'll continue because i love having people like yourself and and just having great conversation learning a lot from from experts like yourself uh, but now one of my priorities i want to get myself a little bit more out there on on other people's podcasts and um, just to recent example i got an introduction to i'm not going to name it but it's podcast to i was in um and um can you hear me ever yes yes uh, but something again went uh, a bit uh, okay. blurry good but you but you hear me well, well okay it's live, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly so so i got introduced to to this podcast and and the first thing that i wrote and it's now very natural to me and probably for you as well was you know great to be introduced uh, i'm paraphrasing now but um Listen, I would be happy to be part of the podcast if I can create value. But look, I love what you guys do. I've had some great guests on my podcast. If I can introduce you to some of them, uh, we're doing a lot of different projects. We can maybe make some introductions, do something like I just love what you guys do. So uh, maybe we can jump on a call and, and we can explore uh, how can I support you on your mission? I got an email the same day. The guy invited me for a phone call. Let's see. You know, like 
I don't know how it's going to end, right? This one specifically, but but having this kind of mindset, like I don't care if I'm going to be on this podcast or not. I mean, I'll be super happy to, but if I am able somehow to give value to those kind of medias and outlets, I mean, media could be, you know, some of these that you mentioned, it could be a podcast, you know, whatever. But but I want to build great relationships with people that I admire, with people that I like. So so this kind of mindset uh, is definitely something that I would believe would work the same way with, with journalists. They're probably receiving hundreds and thousands of uh, pitches per day. Um, and this would be, of course, another thing that I would like to explore with you is, is there, uh, first of all, if, if you can comment on what I just said, but, but, but then secondly, is there any specific... Uh, when you were a journalist, or now that you you're supporting uh, people to to have their stories featured, is there a specific, uh, more creative way instead of the boring uh, press release kind of thing that everybody does? Is there some way for you to, um, to 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 have the journalists interested to to explore at least whether the story is, is worth mentioning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your example was very good because uh, it's really about relationships, and um, that's uh, public relations, right? Relations, relationships. That's um, that's the most important thing. Also, um, while working with journalists, and um, you always have to remember that they are um, they are. Uh, simple people as well as we are they are like drinking coffee in the morning and and um, having lunch with colleagues and and uh, going to parties um, at nights and they are doing all the regular stuff and um, i think that um, the most important thing is to like really again we we are coming back to this that this is long term um, long, long term, and, and this is basically the marathon uh, you are in. And um, the, I would say that the the greatest approach is um, uh, when you feel that this person is really wants to connect with you, but without any um, any particular goal that you will create a story in, 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 I don't know, tomorrow's newspaper about it, like dive into it straight away. Like it, the, the most important thing is, uh, of course, at the end of the day, yes, your interest is to, to get into this media outlet and to be there. And uh, yeah, that's, that, that's for sure. That's well, it is what it is. Why are you uh, communicating with this person? Yes, you want to get your story through, but yeah, uh, you have you like you really have to start from scratch. You are starting from from zero. You are introducing yourself to this person. For example, now it's again possible to meet people. Um, how many of startups are uh, are um, are outside the media room during events? Not a lot, even in this uh, startup event um, as as big as Slush. Um, I have. Uh, it was interesting that um, I have uh, recognized one Latvian startup that was there and really like uh, trying to get in and trying to get some some attention from journalists, and they were 
like uh, approaching my colleague, can you get us in? And can you introduce to to uh, to somebody from from the media? And well, basically, there should be a crowd, right? <laughs> like really a crowd around that wants really to get into these relationships, to get into the media, because that's a great opportunity. How you how you can connect with people, right? But uh, but there is no crowd. There are just a few exceptions that are working on that and <clears throat> so basically every everything starts with just a simple introduction and you know sometimes uh, well one thing um then uh, just uh, just this introduction then uh, probably well uh, we don't have any company news but actually uh, i know that this journalist writes about uh, uh about uh, let's let's take this health topic uh, about uh, health tech and for example we had some local research that was really great and i can share just uh, without any intention this with the journalist because i'm the expert in the field and and uh, hey probably you might take a look at this uh, because it's it, I, I think it's really good then um, probably i meet this journalist again in the next event and i just uh, pop up to say hi and uh, and then when I have really a story to tell, then uh, I approach them or sometimes even journalist is interested then, hey, what's your story? Uh, what's what's uh, going on with your company? Probably something interesting. We could uh, write something or we are now writing about, for example, 10 uh, health tech um, startups, promising startups from Nordics and I can include you there. And probably you're not um, even so promising, but, but just I know you and uh, yeah, I will ask you the opinion as well. So um, it's it's just a small, very small steps. And uh, of course, everything about relationships. Then, um, of course, uh, for example, also there might be situations when um, when the journalist, uh, uh, journalists use uh, Twitter a lot. And for example, they are looking for stories sometimes there. And uh, sometimes you can help a journalist with the story. So, hey, I can introduce you with this guy. He perfectly fits uh, what you are looking for. And, and this is not about your you. It is not about your company. But it is still, uh, these are relationships. And it's, it's really valuable. And journalists are not uh, migrating as much as probably in some different professions. They are usually changing outlets and that's it. They are staying for a long time in, in their profession. So you never know, uh, now this guy's working for some small tech outlet, but uh, in two years he will be in, in TechCrunch and you will already have relationships with him. So it's always um, worth to, like you have to worship every relationship you have even if, because no one knows uh, what's the what's uh, what's the what future will bring us and where will we meet again and what will be our role then so yeah it's it's about it's about building relationships that's it and thanks, journalists thanks, are yeah, simple this is, people this is <laughs> this is so eye-opening and <clears throat> i have to admit i haven't been myself uh very <laughs> you know, conscious about uh, about being proactive in terms of uh, creating specifically relationships with media when with journalists. I mean, I do it on a general term with people, but 
I haven't had this proactive look and I, I'm sure there's many founders, not just founders. I'm sure there's many business professionals and all kind of professionals that probably need to sit down a little bit today with a cup of coffee, reflect a little bit and think about, should I be a little bit more proactive into building meaningful relationships for the long run with specifically these type of uh, professionals? But Toyan, that's that's probably about this productivity issue that uh, that uh, this is the main topic of the podcast. That it is very hard to stop. It is very hard to t- grab a coffee and just sit and reflect on what can I do uh, in this case uh, with with the media. Um, just to think, uh, just just to just try to think without uh, reading emails and running all the time through the meetings. And it is so, it is so rare that people do that. And actually, yeah, yeah that, that's um, what they should do. Uh, just and, and this think. is, by the way, Eva, this is, by the way, what we're teaching in, in I mean, you probably know very well, also my co-author, Cristobal Alonso from uh, Startup Wise Guys, what we're teaching with Perform. Like, one of the stories that we start with is, or this metaphor about the jungle that running a startup is like you entering the jungle. There's always stuff to do. You're just constantly trying to improve and and to go further in the jungle. The problem is if you're just down in the jungle, you don't see the whole picture. And most startups, majority, especially early stage startups, always hustling in the jungle and, and very rarely take a pit stop which is super important to, to have these regular pit stops where you climb the tree, you climb the nearby mountain or the hill and you try to see the whole picture and, and hey, are we doing the right things? Mm. Should we and include PR in, in, in our long-term strategy and have it in mind? So, so next time we go to a conference, we maybe talk to five journalists and just uh, try to create value. Like those kind of reflections are exceptionally needed and productive for for anybody who's who's running a, a startup. Yeah, uh, it is uh, it is really so. And usually, uh, also, I in my everyday life, I have this feeling that, hey, if I if I will do this one, then basically, uh, well, I have done everything more or less that I have planned for this day. But it never works. Never. Like your to-do list will never end and you just can't get out of it because then you get this email, then you get this call, then you get this one and you have to do this and it's nine o'clock already and yeah, the day's over. So it, it never ends and, and it's really hard to stop. It's really hard, but it is so, so useful. And, and Eva, I, always, yeah. and Eva I, sure. I, I, I want to get into the productivity topic, uh, but before that, I have a final question so we can wrap up the PR part. Uh, I really wanted to ask you this, and this is more, I'm not an expert in the area, um, but my background is I'm coming from video and movie production, and I think it was back 2015 maybe, mm-hmm. when um, my team was a part of a project which I was the producer of, we produced this, um, it was a great project, a four-minute sci-fi Hollywood-looking piece with uh, artificial intelligence, robots, uh, with the whole aircraft. I mean, it was, it was an incredible project, nine-mind project that I was the producer of. And um, it was a co- collaboration with the 3D College in 
um, in Greno in, in Denmark. Uh, so we had a bit of budget. It wasn't huge, but we created some really amazing piece. And at the time, I had somebody on my team who was uh, so-called the growth hacker. He wasn't an experienced PR person, but he he loved to go online and read different strategies. And we gave him the space to experiment. Uh, and he he was like, we got to put this out there. It's it's amazing that such a thing is happening in Denmark. So um, there were two strategies he was exploring. And I just wanted to see your take on these ones because I think it might be practical. The, the first strategy that we did and it was successful was we need to get on the smallest possible local newspaper. And once we get there, we can go to the a little bigger, tell them we have this story. Do you also want to feature us? And then potentially go into a bigger media. And that's what actually happened. He went to the you know, local regional newspaper that was seeking content and stories and was like, you know, local team from all who's created Hollywood looking sci-fi with the students, blah, blah, blah. Right. So we got the story featured and immediately he started reaching out to the more like the bigger newspaper, national news. So we got featured in a, in a bunch of national newspapers. And then we got featured in international uh, medias within the realm of sci-fi. So the strategy was, let's start from the, I don't know what's the name of this strategy, but let's start from the smallest possible and then go further up and up and up until we reach the, on the other hand, you can, you can probably do the other strategy and, and, and yeah, but if you can actually take me as an example, I'll be super happy to get some, some, uh, um, some perspective. Like right now, my strategy is to be more on podcasts is the best strategy. Let's go from with the small ones and build up the momentum, have quite a bit of something to show and get introductions or is the opposite strategy. If we get one of the big media outlets, podcasts, whatever, then everybody else wants to get you on because you've already been on with the big guys. So, so what would be your take on that? I don't think that there is just one answer. Uh, I think that uh, you should um, try different approaches. But I haven't met a startup that uh, can say that, no, we don't want to be on TechCrunch. Of course, everyone would like to be on TechCrunch uh, and, and would like to be on Sifted. But uh, um, again, um, it is... <laughs> That we come back to this, what what uh, these journalists, what these media are interested in for their readers. Um, like in, in your case, uh, this local newspaper, they were crazy lucky and happy that they got this story because this is something great for their audience. And uh, for national media, it's like, well, some kind of team there, you know, it's probably too small. Well, they have a good product, but well, but it's uh, your story is always interesting to somebody, and you have to find this somebody. And uh, as as you are doing business, you are starting from scratch. You have nothing, and the same is with communication. You have nothing. You you are starting somewhere, and you have to be realistic about uh, that. Even if you are uh, if you are a great person, but nobody knows you, it's uh, well, you cannot get into Tim Ferriss' show. Well, you can, but you should be like really lucky. Um, so you have to really understand what what is your audience currently at the moment. And sometimes some well, 
years will pass and you will be interesting to film Paris. So um, I would go for small things, but uh, have an ambition to, to, to go big at the end of the day. I would suggest this approach. <laughs> thanks, thanks. This is, this is great. So everybody who's listening, hopefully you guys are getting a lot of uh, insights and hopefully you will prioritize uh, the role of PR in your own venture, whatever it is you do, if you, whether you're a consultant, uh, entrepreneur, working for a company. Um, and I just want to, I just want to give it because we started this um, topic around productivity and I'm, I'm curious to hear about your own productivity habits. Uh, how do you manage your time? How do you make sure that you are productive as a professional? Yeah, um, actually, I uh, do not like advices from uh, from different experts about productivity because I have found my own things that work, and I I really um, I really uh, I'm I'm practicing it, and uh, that's that's my own approach and. Uh, and uh, I don't think that somebody should copy it, but yeah, one thing that I can probably mention is that uh, uh, I read emails once in a day. Um, I have them, I have my email open. Of course, there are some situations when, when something is urgent and some projects are ongoing and, and uh, my answer cannot wait for, for one day. But um, I would say that these are more exceptions than, than um, everyday practice um, because I just realized for myself that uh, when I'm focusing uh, too much on emails then uh, uh, the email is what drives my working day and not me and I cannot get control of, of things that um, uh, that are going on and I really have to do them today and I really I'm really focusing on email instead that's one thing then uh, I have um, uh, turned uh, notifications off on on my phone, and um, because it's disturbing. Uh, and uh, and uh, the thing is that when I'm like processing some thought or writing some text, and something pops in, and I see that there is a message, and then I read it, and then I start to think about this message, and then I'm I have to come back again to this topic that I'm, I was focusing on, and it's uh, yeah, it's really disturbing. I still receive notifications, but I check them when I'm available, and not when uh, when they appear. That's uh, that's one thing. Um, and uh, one more thing I, I can mention is that there are um, I have um, in my notes I have this um, one note that is called routine. And these are the things that I have to do every day. And uh, for example, I can uh, suggest this approach to people that are saying that, well, I know I have to build my own um, brand. I have to tweet uh, um, more often. I have to write LinkedIn posts, but I have no time. I also do not have time, but <laughs> this is in my routine list that I have to do that. And it helps. It, uh, it's really... After checking my emails, I'll go to this my routine list and I know that I have to do this, this, this. And there is also I have to prepare for next uh, next day meetings. I have to review previous meetings from the previous day. So these are the things that uh, that uh, usually when the meeting ends, it is hard to like you are already thinking to to 
on the next steps you have to do. And it's sometimes I forget to uh, to review the previous meeting. So this is also I, I put in my in my routine list. So basically, I put uh, all those things there that I should do. But uh, you always uh, or me, <laughs> I always can can find uh, find some um, uh, some uh, issues why I can do that. But uh, when I'm into my routine list, and I have to do that, all those things. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is what uh, really helps me as well. So these are the three things that that really helps. The top three productivity tips are from Yeva. Uh, that's always yeah. good to 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 get the and maybe just the, the final one on that side is many people are struggling, and we all have to do creative things in one way or another especially if we're in startups, right? Like whether it's uh, writing a post on social media, whether it's uh, creating a marketing strategy and the ad campaign, there's so many things related to creativity. Do you have any suggestions and tips on, you know, do you, do you ever have a creative block or, or you run out of creative energy? Like how do you make sure you manage your creative energy so you, you have enough of it to produce the results that you need within the deadlines that... You have i think that creativity is a lot to do with uh, mindfulness uh, because you really have to uh, do because of the those all those um, disturbing factors that are uh, dragging you around it's uh, creativity is about the focus you have to focus you be you have to be right here right now it's about mindfulness, and then you can just turn your turn on your creative mind, and uh, really be. You really can be creative. Otherwise, uh, there are so many disturbing factors that you cannot focus, and you lose your your point, and then you are angry on yourself and. Uh, and and uh, nothing good comes out of it. And when you say so, focus, do you do you like have some creative blocks in which you are completely focused on the one article you have to write, for example, and you block like three four hours, for example? Or what is your strategy to produce creative work? Yes, well, for me as well, the, nothing motivates you better than the deadline. So it is really a greatest motivator. And if I know that I have to give this text to the client today, then I have to do it today. And I have to find this uh, creative time frame. Uh, but um, I think that uh, the um, one thing that really works is planning. When you plan your your um, working day and you know that uh, these are priorities and if I have to do the text then yeah I I do put in my calendar that these three hours I'm working with the text and uh, I'm leaving my phone off and I'm turning my notific notifications off and then um, and then I know I'm happy with the result and and, uh, and this is then again good motivator to try to do things uh, better and and uh, go further with it because uh, you really succeed on 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 uh, on you have written a very good blog post and then you get this um, and you are very happy with that and this is a good driver 
so yeah it's it's about planning um your creative creative moments and and uh planning uh works and and yeah and deadlines that's um that's what i, I love it yeah and by the way if you've been following the podcast for a bit more time i'm bringing in here professionals and 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 peak performance from different kind of areas and you kind of find the same things everything else is excuses right like these are the kind of results i need to produce this is how i prioritize and plan them i schedule blocks in which i need to produce them and then i get it done because now i have three or four hours and i'm not getting distracted i'm fully focused into producing this specific task so i'm really happy eva <clears throat> that you share with us um your own habits productivity habits because um you know many people in the creative fields uh always find excuses yeah but i need to get into the flow and so on and so forth and and i recommend there's a book i think uh, the name was the practice by seth godin he's talking about this type of hey if you're a professional you got to get things done you know and you got to find your way to Merry creativity with deadlines. So, yeah, I think it's a good way to wrap up this episode. And Yeva, just uh, finally, can you share with us where could the listeners find you, get in touch with you, and how can you support them on their own journey? I think that uh, the best way is to connect to, um, through LinkedIn. And, um, yeah, you see my name, Yeva Treya. And, um, yeah, you can connect with me. And... Um, we can then decide you can share what's on your mind and um, do you need some help or or whatever and i can uh, i can try to to give you advice or or give you contacts uh, for the person that can help you with with the topic so yeah you can just just approach me through linkedin and uh, and ask me questions and let's build relationships there you go. Public relationships. Thank you so much, Yevo, for being with us. And thanks, everybody, for sticking in to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts if you are using uh, Apple at all. And, uh, of course, you can find 114 more episodes on all major podcast platforms. Make sure to check them out and uh, keep performing. Have a great day. Make sure that... Uh, PR is something that you also pay attention to if you haven't yet, just like me. So have a great day and see you again at the next episode of Productivity Mastery. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe to my monthly newsletter by visiting stoeniankov.com and also learn about the Perform Methodology and the Perform Book, as well as our various personal and team coaching offers. Stay tuned and keep performing.